up everybody bc welcome back to another evening uh live i'm about to head out now and uh, handle some stuff but i figured i'd come on and talk a little bit about kind of what's going on with me what i'm doing right if you're just kind of catching up uh welcome right this is the, the new channel the original channel with 200,000 subscribers i'm no longer posting on that we're going hard here i think after tonight i'll have the 3,000 watch time hours which will give us the super chats and all that fun stuff moving forward and then we're about a month away from being fully, fully, fully monetized on the channel. At that point, I think the uh, channel will begin to grow a lot quicker. I appreciate the support, the shares, the likes. Check out the Real Estate Agagi, right? I'm doing a free social media challenge, 29th, 30th, and 31st. All those links are below. Check out Distinguished Agent and all the stuff I got going on, okay? So how to move with purpose, right? Let's talk, right? Over the last year, I've, I've thrown a lot of datums recently. Like last year, I spent about $300,000 acquiring real estate. I sold all my cars the last couple of years. Um, I'm in the process right now because I sold this house. I'm moving. I will be in a new personal location uh, within the next two to three weeks, roughly. I'll finish the move. I'm just finalizing some stuff right now. Um, I still have the office, right? We're continuously redecorating that and revamping that. Um, so uh, in regards to the business, right? I'm recruiting agents here locally. I'm recruiting agents nationwide and worldwide for real. My network is thriving. We're doing really, really well. I'm excited about that. Closing a lot of deals, bringing in a lot of quality agents, right? If you're interested, reach out to me. Um, but there's a lot that's going on, right? So just to give you guys some, some direction on the title, right? When I say move with purpose is the carrot on the stick for you. Even though I don't like that expression because it implies that you're running after something you're never going to get, right? But what I mean is something in front of you, that direction, your purpose, what you want to move for has to be clear for you. And by the way, that's dynamic. It's ever-changing. A couple of years ago, I was super into cars. Now, not so much. I could have kept buying fucking supercars and all that shit. I'm dumping that money into real estate and my businesses and other stuff. I've changed. But there's always something in front of me. And for most people, they never have that exciting, juicy thing in front of them. It's not just goals. How about what you want to do, right? Right there. When I move, I'm probably going to get back into playing the piano, maybe getting back into like the dance scene and, and doing dance lessons like I did when I was, you know, a lot younger, right? I dated a girl when I was 19 or 20 who competed in salsa, right? And dancing. So we did like competitive stuff, even though I wasn't a competitor, right? Stuff like that, right? Tonight, I'm going to play uh, flag football with some friends who invited me, right? We're starting up a league. Stuff like that. It doesn't just have to be money and, and vanity and materialistic shit. But are you doing things like for me, boxing and all that, right? I'm going to get back into boxing, me pushing in calisthenics, me pushing my online businesses, my real estate brand and all that. Are you all these things, right? For me, that's my purpose. That's why you guys have been seeing sheer raw consistency from me for 10 fucking years now on these platforms. There's no, oh, I'm depressed for two years and then I come back like some of these influencers and all that. Dude, I'm, I'm going. And I deal with shit in my life. You see? But one of many reasons that I continue to go is the purpose is always clear to me and it's right in front of me and I'm focused on it. I don't get distracted by other shit, right? I'm constantly creating the life that I want. I'm making the moves that I want to make. I'm doing what's uncomfortable for me. I'm taking risks. I'm enjoying life, right? I'm doing a lot of the basic stuff. And a lot of people get away from that. They think they can cheat the code or they think, you know, well, you know, I'll just put together a business plan or come up with some goals, but the purpose thing, right? Like now it said the why. Purpose to me is different than the big why that people talk about, right? I know that's a buzzword and 
oh, I need to find my big why. Focus on purpose. Focus on purpose. I think that, that, that's going to direct your mind a little bit better and help you locate something versus the big why, meaning a reason behind why you do everything. I want to go after a purpose, not find my why. Now, the people close to me, I've always kind of instructed them on, on how to go about doing this. But you have to be able to see a clear distinction between what I just said, looking for a why and locating and finding one's purpose, which again is dynamic. This is why I don't like the why philosophy. It's very finite. It's very final. This is the why and that's it. But what if in the process of finding the why that changes for somebody, but because they picked one, they think, oh, I need to stick with that one, right? That's very rigid. This way of thinking is dynamic. Life is dynamic. There's no stagnant state in the universe. So the purpose can be changing. Case in point, my purpose right now could be, um, you know, building my businesses and all this. And then what if I find out in a month that I'm having a kid? My purpose is going to change because now I have a child. That's one of the, the most clear examples of people suddenly locating their purpose and dedicating themselves to something. And in many cases, for those individuals, it wasn't planned right? Just, oh, I'm having a kid. Oh, there we go. Oh my God, the kid's going to be here in nine months. All of a sudden hyperdrive. Now imagine if you could activate that without something like that. That's a fantastic thing. Having a kid and child and, 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 and focusing your legacy on that. Understandable, fantastic. Most people should do that. Now there's something hidden in that though. You need to be able to locate that drive, right? And that push for something more than just having a child right? Now that's rooted in our fucking DNA as human beings. That's why that's so powerful, right? To have a child and be like, okay, I need to really plan and take this serious because now you're taking care of a life. It's a different level of responsibility. However, there's ways for us to activate at the DNA level. Like one of those things is ingenuity and invention for human beings. That drives us to almost madness in a good way, right? Think about all the past inventors and the way who their purpose was to create like cellular technology or fly the first plane or figure out how to, you know, uh, connect and, 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 and create Wi-Fi and the internet and all these things that have come out, right? Those people were driven by that similar to somebody who would have a kid. They were like, I'll do anything. I'll stay up. I won't sleep. I fucking won't eat. Right. Think about that. Imagine if you moved and what you're doing at that level where you're just so hungry. You don't even think about eating and all the shit. You're not distracted by Instagram, right? You're not chasing ass if you're a dude. You're just focused. And then everything that comes with that, you focus on. Hey, I need to build these skills. Boom. You're on it immediately and you do whatever you need to do. Isn't that cool? Right? That type of energy is one of the reasons, one of many reasons people like having me either as a coach or having me around. It's because I'm always giving that to people right? So even when they come to me to ask a question, they check themselves and make sure that like, okay, am I asking this question properly? Good. Imagine if everybody around you caused you to stand up a little bit straighter and move with more purpose. That would completely change your life. Just that being around one, two, three, four, five individuals, having contact with them, being in frequency of contact with them, that would force you to come correct and level up your game, like level up your game. To where now, if you're going to articulate the question, you're thinking, okay, like I, I want to ask the question a little bit better. I don't want to just spit it out. That's a good thing. People will try to attack you with that and say, well, you shouldn't do that, right? But they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They're not, that's not the language of excellence, right? High standard, prestige, luxury, opulence. That's what I'm talking about. The top of the top, the cream of the crop. 
And just to be clear here, we're not just talking about money. Money's one component. Character, discipline, commitment, level of effort, tenacity, competitiveness. Those are other things that I just named that fall in line with this that have nothing to do with money. Right? The ability to persevere, perseverance. Faith in oneself doesn't have to be religious, but just belief that even though you don't have the answer, you haven't seen the result yet, you're going to keep going knowing that what you're doing is going to work. Right? All these things, boom, moving with purpose. So ask yourself, what have you introduced into your life? Because everybody watching this, just like I was years ago, right, stumbling across this information, you watching now, where are you at in your life with this, right? If you rate yourself one to 10, just yourself, right? Be honest, what would you give yourself? You don't have to type in the comment section unless you want to. How about things that you've introduced outside of you that you've had to pursue? Not, well, I have this one uncle who's in my life. No, that, that was given to you. Aside from what's given to you or what's easily accessible, what have you gone after to grab, pay for, right? Deserve, earn, whatever, to bring something, someone, or things into your life that force this level up for you? Like you went to an event, you did this, you signed up for this, you did that, right? Like as an example, every home that I'm in, I always have a room dedicated to the library, a chair, and a place for me to read. I have it here. And I have a ton of books. I have hundreds of books, right? I'm like, I bought moving boxes and the first set was, I'm already done with it. And it's literally all fucking books. I'm like, shit. <laughs> I might take some of them to my office just so I only keep a few in my house and then I'll grab and go, right? Same thing with the wake up time, right? The level of effort that I give every day, the number of tasks that I do, physical prowess, me sticking to my, my lifestyle and diet, right? Hey, I'm only going to go out X amount of times a week, whether that's in the afternoon, at night to socialize or do whatever, but everything is with purpose and discipline. This night I can do whatever. These two nights I'm going to go out and make business connections or go to a fucking lounge or whatever it is, but everything is. And I move like that with everything. So one of the common expressions is treat your life like a business, everything like a business. Absolutely. Friendship, partnership, romantic relationships, life, everything like that. It's too structured for most people. And they'll, again, they'll come with the insults. Oh, you're too, you're too rigid or this and that. No, I'm not, dude. Because when we look at my life and that person who says that, look at my communication, look at my lifestyle, look at how I flow seamlessly from task to task, look how I live my everyday life, my interactions with people, you'll see that they're rigid, not me. I would say your nine to five, sir, that you're trapped in and that you don't like is rigid. I can do whatever I want. And the beauty in that is I choose to show up every day and still work out and go to the office and, and do everything that I do by choice. I don't have to. A lot of what I've created now is automated in the, in the way that it pays me. I don't have to do those things anymore. That's a true demonstration of character. When you don't have to do it anymore, when nobody's looking, are you still doing it? Yes. Because if I didn't take care of myself, if I didn't work out, I'd get fat. It'd be obvious that if I wasn't working on my communication, you wouldn't see my speeches and everything get better year after year. After. It would be obvious that I wasn't doing anything. Team BC, right? And I don't even brag about the numbers. My real estate team sold $130 million in real estate last year. That was my team, not my network. My team. Nationwide. Who else do you know that during the pandemic opened up a team to go nationwide in real estate? Right? And again, I'm not saying this to brag or sound cool. It's just the reality of what I did. And I was always pushing and doing that. But that's the purpose, man. When I created 
my team originally, even before that, the thought was eventually me as a solo real estate agent in California, I will have a team, Team BC. And one day, Team BC will be nationwide. One day it will be nationwide. And all these things, especially if you've been following me for four or five, six, seven, eight years, even through all the censorship and bullshit on YouTube and Instagram, right? If you've still been following me all that time, go back. Everything I've said or proclaimed, I've achieved. I never said something and then didn't, didn't do it. Moving, right? The cars, the team, all that stuff, like everything from personal to financial to right business and career-wise, it was all accomplished. I never made all these bold claims and then never backed them up or accomplished them. That's all right there for you to see. I don't delete videos and all that. See, but I, I've, I've moved this way for a while now, even in my younger days with my athletic uh, pursuits. I remember being a kid. I mean, I'm going to be in the NBA one day. Now, I didn't make it. I got close, but I pushed my career pretty far in spite of injuries and all that. But it was always there. The seed was always planted. So whatever I put my, my sights on and my focus on, boom, let's go. Let's be number one. I've been focusing a lot this last six months or year on recruiting agents for real, the company, real brokerage, right? On recruiting people and getting people on my coaching. And I talk about it and that pisses some people off. That's fine. I don't care. I don't care. I'm moving with purpose. I want to get people on it. Do I get paid? Sure. But the value that I deliver is tremendous because I put myself in the shoes of the customer and say, what could I have used that would have made the game a lot easier for me? And I give them stuff that I never had. So all that knowledge and experience, boom, given to them in a way that will help them accelerate that process. That is priceless for people. Again, we're in this modern era so much that people disconnect from that. But if that's what I want to do, that's one of the things that I want to do. And I've seen it upset people. Oh, I wanted to go back to the days where you were just by yourself. I get it. But in a way, that's selfish for somebody to say that. And many of them admit it because they just want to see that. Cool. But you can't try to knock me or talk shit because of that. I employ people now. I have more than one business, right? Different level. I can't go back to just being a single employee. That wouldn't make sense. <laughs> I'd be going backwards. but they don't get it, right? I wouldn't have understood it back then either. I probably would have said the same thing. Oh man, you're charging for stuff, sure. But how about the thousands of videos and tens of thousands of hours of content on Facebook, Instagram, podcast, YouTube, I've given for free and continue to give for free for years. 95% to 99% of what I do is free and it probably outnumbers most people. And yes, I have businesses and stuff and I charge people and I make money, of course. But the bulk of what I do is free. That's just the reality. They choose not to see that. They choose not to see a 10-year track record, right? But when you move with purpose, that type of shit, you don't think about it and it doesn't affect you. I don't see those comments and say, oh shit, should I not do that? No, I'm moving on purpose. When people's comments and criticisms shake you, it's because you're not on purpose. When you're not on purpose, you shake and waver through any criticism or comment or something coming at you. And that's a big one for many of you. Because all these comments or thoughts of what people might think or say stop you from going after what you want because you're not tied to the purpose. You're missing it. It's not a genuine connection where it's like, zoom, right? Like think of a light coming out of your head and going there and projecting that image of what that future looks like and you keeping that. You don't have time to look to the left or right. You're focused here. You're focused there, right? And everything changes when you hit that mode. You do what you need to do, you take the action, you finally fucking step up, and you level up.
and everything that comes with it, the good and the bad and the ugly and the pretty and everything in between will be a part of the journey and that's fine, right? But you signed up for that. But you finally start to move and you move at a pace that you may not think is quick, but relatively speaking to other people, it's very fast. Because I remember when I started, shit, 10 and a half years ago now, right? Almost, almost 11 at this point. After a year, two years, three years, I started seeing a, a huge gap between me and other people, especially people that I knew prior to this entrepreneurship stuff that, again, talked and had dreams and we're going to do this. And after one year, already way ahead of them. Two years, after three years, it's like they're in a different, I can't even see them anymore. Now, to a lot of people, like, oh man, three years is a long time. No, it's not. It's nothing. It's nothing. Those three years are going to go by anyway. You want to be in the same position or worse? Now, I made leaps and bounds, but the work and dedication was there because those first three years for me were an absolute fucking nose to the grindstone grind that people saw bits and pieces of because of YouTube and social media. Bits and pieces. They have no idea. And I have yet to meet a person who put in as much work as me consistently. Okay? I've met people more talented. I've met people who maybe had friends or family who were already in like the real estate business or entrepreneurship who helped them. All those other categories, people beat me, but I've never met anybody except for hearing one or two random stories of people back in the day who put in as much or more work than me those first three years. And even after that, but especially those first three years. Because I've talked about that online for years about what I did. I've given my schedule away and all that. The longest I've ever heard anybody follow it is like a month or two and then they just fall off. Because then they start complaining and, and, and when they hit the wall, like everybody does, of, of frustration and rejection and all that, they just quit. That's why the failure rate, right, for small businesses is over 90% after two years. In real estate, it's 92% after the first two years. I get it, right? I get it. But when I look now at my life, based on what I just described to you, it makes sense, the reality that I'm in. It makes sense. It's deserving of it. Un doing what other people are unwilling to do the vast majority of people, meaning you'll earn something and deserve something very few people will have. Makes sense. That's mathematical, literally. But somebody can't come in and put in one or two months of effort and then expect the world. That's just not the way it goes. But everybody keeps going that way because the internet is a time warp. Somebody will come see me now, maybe not even know that I've been in the game for 10 or 11 years. Oh shit, he had a Lamborghini six years ago and oh shit. And that, now it's like, a, a, a improper comparison. It's like, dude, find your purpose. You can draw inspiration from me and others, but find your purpose and work at it. Stop trying to say, oh, well, he's here and I'm here. Forget that shit, dude. Because when you look in the future, I'm way above even your aspirations because I'm 11 years almost into the game, dude. <laughs> so you have, you have to see that. Now, it takes more uh, emotional intelligence and maturity to understand what I just said, but it's the reality of the situation. And we have to see it as such. But when you're on purpose, all these other things I'm describing today don't mean nothing. They don't mean nothing. Sure, you'll hear them. Sure, you'll see them. You may be tempted to be distracted or something, but you won't care. You'll be working so much and focused on what you're doing, you don't have time for distractions or drama. I remember I was so busy, especially those first three years. There was no idle time. I couldn't sit there and think about shit. Like, oh, what if this doesn't happen? Dude, I'm, I'm working resting, doing this, doing that, like everything on schedule, just working like a fine-tuned, well-oiled machine. And it was great because when you think about that, 
regardless of what the results are in that mode, you're the most efficient and your mind is working as you're intending it to. When we sit idly, we go negative. This is wired for survival. It's looking for negative. That's the default of your DNA. Your DNA is ancient. It's not used to this modern society. It's always looking for possible danger. A lot of people don't want to accept that or they don't get it, right? When you study history, evolutionary psychology and all that, you'll start to get this. When you acknowledge that, you can sense these emotions and not give in to them and say, oh, okay. This is why when many of you go to approach a stranger, you go, there's no danger there. Silly. Why would we freeze like that? It's in your DNA, dude. This. What if you get rejected? What if they embarrass you? Blah, 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 right? And you know 99.9% .9 of the time when you do these things, whatever you thought or this thing thought never happens. Every once in a while it will. I've been told to go fuck myself and you're a piece of shit. I've heard it all. But see, that also builds this resiliency and thick skin and ability to handle rejection. Fear of failure equals rejection. And when you continue to fail in quotes, even though failure means you quit, but let's still use failure, right? Even though I don't like that word. When you fail so many times and you don't get the result and then you finally get it, you've built up a muscle that very few people ever will build up. Now you become immune to that fear and rejection and you're not going to stop what stops 99.9% .9 of people. And now in you, it's not a problem. That speed bump is gone and you're just whoosh, moving like a fucking freight train. People were blown away in the beginning. Again, I'm not special, but we're blown away within a month or two how my skills and, and sales catapulted. But I told people, I role play two hours a day. I have top role play partners, even on the weekends and at night sometimes I'll call people, hey, let's role play. I'm reading my scripts every day for like 10, 15 minutes. I mean, I'm just obsessing about it. I'm recording it, putting it in the car, listening back to my own voice, lip syncing it. I mean, just an obsession, dude. But people won't do that. They think, oh, well, BC was just born a good communicator. Yeah, bro. I just, I came out of my mother just speaking, right? With a mic in my hand. Like, really? Are we that lazy that we're going to say that? Are we that low in our own self-belief and self-esteem that we just, well, they were born with it? It's silly. It's silly. And I've met people who naturally, compared to when I started, are already better off socially than I was when I started, who don't even come close to like what I created because they didn't put in the work. It's crazy, right? Justin says, I guess in Arizona, you're not supposed to make phone calls before eight. Did you ever call before? Yeah, bro. I've called as early and I've door knocked and called as early as 637 in the morning. So yeah. On one hand, I've been told to go fuck myself. On another hand, I've, I've been told, man, I wish my agent worked as hard as you and I've gotten a listing sign on the spot. So it's up to you, right? Be careful with the, and a lot of times, right? Of course, we're supposed to say for legal purposes, check with your broker and all that which I recommend people do because state laws and such are different, but that's what I did, bro. So you can do, you can do as you please. Purpose to his question, right? Somebody comes off the market unsold, right? If you're listening and you're not in real estate, that's an expired listing. I would go after them. I wanted to catch them before they went to work. I would go knock on their door at 637, 7.30 in the morning before they went to work. Oh, Brian, but purpose, bro. I'm not worried about the people who yell at me. 
I'm worried about the one who needs help and I find them. And I did many times. And there was a few times where I signed expired listings on the spot because I had a blank contract with me in the car. I noticed they were ready. I said, hold on, grab the contract, go get it signed. Are you that ready? Because I could do that within my first year because of how much I practiced. It wasn't because I had the experience that I practiced. So every word came so, so fluidly, right? And so smoothly out of my mouth. When they would listen to my presentation, to them, it probably felt like I had been in the business for years, even though I hadn't, even though they might have been my third or fourth listing. But what stops people? Well, I've only been in the business six months. So why don't you work on when your purpose is to be the best communicator on the planet? Let's say it's that. Dude, that won't stop you. That won't stop you. People are not willing to obsess about what they want to become good at. That's the issue. They don't have enough competitive drive, right? They don't have enough um, clarity on what's on the other side of that. Because even if you're focusing on me or what I teach just for your career, think beyond it for a second. The benefits of the stuff that I recommend or that you are thinking about doing, whether it's like sales, communication, right? All that stuff. What's on the other side of it besides just more money? Look into it a little bit deeper. Is it going to build your character? Is it going to make you more confident? Is it going to make your relationship with your kids or your spouse better? Is it going to make relationships with your colleagues better? Is it going to make your networking ability better? Is it going to make you happier and more fulfilled? Is it going to make you walk out and face the world with a smile on your face now, loose instead of tense and timid and shy and introverted and all these other fucking words that people use? Is that not worth it? If not, cool. But I don't want to hear any complaints from people then. Right? How come the average person is like, oh, everybody's an asshole? I won't say that. I've talked to a lot of people at their door on the phones. Most people are not assholes. Move to Miami. Oh, everybody's an asshole in Miami. No, they're not. My experience here is people are fucking super nice. And I'm a six foot two motherfucker that's full of tattoos. And I wear earrings and I dress funny, right? So if anything, I would be the one that's probably looked at funny or not treated right. Because I don't look like a model citizen unless I'm in my suit, right? That's not my problem. Most interactions I've had with people here have been pleasant. Cordial, right? The only negative interactions I've had is with bikers, <laughs> not motorcyclists. I mean, bicyclists, right? But that's a product of changing my perception and my ability to communicate. Because a lot of times the response we get is what we put out. What are you putting out to the world? Do you know? If you work on these things enough and they're important enough to you, you start figuring these things out and putting these puzzles, puzzle pieces together, right? But again, this requires absolute commitment. And I believe a lot of people, whether it's online stuff, real estate, sales, any kind of entrepreneurship, they're looking to get a maximum gain, a lot of money, a lot of attention, a lot of followers with minimum effort, which is the exact opposite. They're trying to find a way to work one hour a week and make 100K a year. Dude, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. I know everyone sells you that and they, oh, look at my plaques and all that. Not true. You know it is. Even when you go to buy their shit, their coaching or their product, you know that's not true and you still get it. And then you come to me and you're like, too expensive or I don't want to work hard or you're too old. You'll make the excuse and then you'll go to somebody else who sells you the pipe dream. It's crazy. It's crazy. Why do you think the late night infomercials were so good? Six minute abs, right? Get the little squeezer thing for your thighs and you're going to have a nice butt and, and flat tummy doing it, you know, two minutes before you go to bed, two nights a week. Really? They would make millions of dollars and they probably still do those infomercials, right? If any of you are old enough like me, where <laughs> you remember seeing those late at night. 
crazy shit. Super crazy. Cool. So understand what it takes and the purpose, man, the purpose. You got to be clear about it. You got to be clear about your purpose. You really do. And understand that it's ever changing. Life is dynamic. What your purpose is today may change in a month. This is why these things need to always be going around in your mind. You need to be thinking about it and you need to be always asking yourself, is this still it? Write it down, right? And for many of you who don't do these thought exercises, your imagination and your own self-talk is so unconscious versus conscious that these types of exercises are very difficult for you. Same thing with journaling. The more you do them, the more you work that muscle and you develop it and you'll get more in tune with yourself. Then these exercises become much easier for you. Okay. So appreciate you guys watching. That'll be it for tonight. Uh, check out all the links below the social media challenge and all the other stuff I have to offer. If you have any questions, hit me up. All right. Have a good night, guys. Peace.